just happen. They don't fall from the sky. They don't come out of the blue. You give it to yourself. We give ourselves diseases slowly and and we give them power to grow. We give them power to grow one day at a time over a period of time. We do this by the way we eat, the way we think, the way we act, the way we handle our stresses are very important factors. All of these things are. We give ourselves cancer. And every other diseases that we develop, we do. It's only 2% of the planet that are born with generic diseases. Uh, and, and we don't do this on purpose. We just don't. We do it just the same. So the thing is what we have done to ourselves by the way we are eating and thinking and acting and, and handling our stresses, it can be reversed. And we can reverse these by changing the way we eat and think and act and you know, handle all stresses. So today we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about um, what happens on the inside of the body and how it's deteriorating. We're going to give you a bird's eye view of how that's happening. But who is the enemy here? Who is in charge of these bodies? And we're going to show you how to heal without penalty. Hmm? Listen up. Wake up. Go nowhere. Stay tuned for today is March 16th, 2016. And this is a live broadcast. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are on this great planet. My name is India Holloway, your host here on the Inner Light Radio. I am a National Board Certified Colon Hydrotherapist and Iridologist, the author of a book entitled, listen to this, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. Mm? And I'm here every Wednesday from 10 to 11 West Coast time. And I want to invite those that are listening, if you want to chime in and and be a part of this broadcast and have a comment or anything you want to discuss, give us a call at 310-928-7733 or drop us a line at innerlightradio at yahoo.com. You know, I have regular listeners out there that are always chiming in and, and giving us uh, some input, but for those that 
uh, are listening for the first time, I, I want to welcome you and invite you to do the same thing and, and ask you to please join us again next week at this very same time. But for those regular listeners, thank you so much for being there and, and chiming in every week. And, uh, as always, I want to just give our always gratitude and love to the men and women in uniform who selfishly do what they do and uh, are always out there to protect and keep us secure. And while we're thanking them, let's thank the local first responders, our police officers and school teachers and fire. I say school teachers because they're raising our children. And, you know, they are the unsung heroes, nurses and firemen. Thank you for your service. Please know that I appreciate who you are and what you do. This broadcast, as with all broadcasts, is not meant to heal or cure or treat any disease, but we will educate you on your body. Again, I'm asking that you join us if you choose to, and call us at 310-928-7733. And um, drop us a line at innerlightradio at yahoo.com. Uh, and when I say we and us, I'm I'm talking about my sister, my co-host, my confidant, Miss Metanasa, who is still circling the planet in her spaceship, and she's going to land and join us uh, somewhere along the broadcast. Uh, I'm sure she'll she'll make sure that she gets to us. But, you know, I want to I want to just start out by tagging on to Dr. Rab's show just a moment or two ago that uh, I, I was listening to one of his callers that just introduced one of the things, just one of the things that doctors do to stifle the natural healing process of the body. But I want to go back and, and, and say too, that we do it to ourselves. What was it? I said, it doesn't just fall out of the sky, out of the blue, just come to us. We do it to ourselves by what we eat how we think, how we act, and how we handle our stresses. And sometimes uh, we can't help ourselves. We, this is a stressful environment that we're living in, and we have to know that. That stress alone will kill you. I think most people know that by now. I've seen people drop dead. Not me personally, but, you know, you hear about it. Uh, how people just drop out of nowhere from the stresses that we incur. I got a call this morning just to give you an idea from a very, one of my dearest and best friends who is here in California and her extended family, her daughter and grandkids are in Chicago. She gets a call. Her grandson, her six-year-old grandson, you probably heard it on the news, was attacked by a pit bull. 
and chewed up, both ears pulled off, face, eyes, chunks, chewed up this kid. You don't think that grandma has stress? Not, not to mention what the rest of the family is going through. She's apart from some of the most loving and serious people in her life, and she can't get to them. She is stressing on this. You think she can help this? And I have to give her words of encouragement. What do you think that's doing for me? I'm telling you, stress alone will kill you. Well, the words that I gave her of encouragement was this. You know, in the Bible, they say that Sarah was the first matriarch. And I told her, I reminded her that she is the matriarch of her family. And that as the matriarch, she has to stand strong. She has to have that kind of courage that Sarah, the first matriarch of the Bible, of our world, was. And I just briefly gave her Sarah's uh, legacy. And that was Sarah was said to be 6, 20, and 110. And that boiled down to Sarah had the, the childlike uh, um, she had the childlike personality of a kid, of a six-year-old. She also had the encouragement of growing up at 20, of being curious and knowing the world as it is. And she had the wisdom of a 110-year-old woman. She lived to be 120 or something like that. But she had all of these things rolled into one person, and she held that forever. So I say to my friend, please be that matriarch, have that encouragement, and pass it on to the rest of her family. So with that, I'm saying we need to absolutely know the world around us at all times, always. And I, I look at illness as one of those things that we can control if we want to, if we really want to. Some of us, we can't because we were born in a world where we're, it's put upon us to, to look at ourselves as something that we are not. Uh, I, I talked to one of my clients just the other day, and she has an eating disorder. Uh, she's 27, and all her life, her mom, a beautiful woman, a model, that put upon her as a kid that she cannot be chunky and fat, that she should 
eat a certain way and look a certain way. And all through her life, she's carried this, this mental thing that she's just now growing out of. Amazing, huh? So for all her life, she's sick. She has an eating disorder. And now she knows that she comes to me as a colon therapist. I'm encouraging her to eat based on her body and her thought processes as uh, somebody that's growing out of it. So there are certain signals. There are certain things that you should look for, times that your body is letting you know that your rhythm may be off and you have to put it back. It takes approximately 30, 60, 90 days to put that rhythm, the focus, the pulse, the beat, the periods, the flows, all of this is constantly going on under the surface of the skin. We can't see it, but it is happening. We can feel it. And if we can feel it, we can control it. All we have to do is know you come to, um, this radio station, the inner light radio, and we're thankful that you're there, but don't just listen to what we have to say. Be part of your own healing process. Your body knows what to do. The name of my book is The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. Subtitle is It Only Knows How to Heal and Mend, Repair, and Rejuvenate. Okay? If you know this, then you have the power. You have it. We just need to get you on board with it. So I'm going to give you a few things that you can do, a few thought processes that you can hang on to. And and this is going to give you power, power to do your own thing. You are the captain of that ship, your body. And captain I'm going to give you permission to take over. So know this. If you wait until it's too late and you go running off to your doctor because you let it get out of control and now you're scared. And I can see that. I can understand it and I know what you go through. You're scared and you say, Doc, here's the pain. Where's the pill? Make it go away. And that is all they're going to do is give you relief. They're going to treat the symptoms. You know this. And you're going to take this and think, okay, I'm fine. You are not out of the woods. That pulse, that beat, that flow, that rhythm is still off. Takes about 30 days for for it to kind of kick back in. But to restart, to reboot, to to get this thing back together takes about 90 days. And you're still not out of the woods. You're not out of the woods at 90 days. It's going to take a lot for all of the mechanisms in the body, under the surface of the skin, to kick in. You have a heartbeat that beats 24-7 at the same rhythm, at the same time. 
giving a pulse, giving a flow, giving circulation to this body. Can you see this? And most people don't think about how this works. You just get up in the morning and move. You get up in the morning and start trottling on and the body does what it does. And I want to say this out loud. I say it every week and I'm going to say it over and over again until you get it. It is bacteria that is controlling every aspect of your physiology, bacteria. Uh, you're only 10% human. Go to Google. I know you're at your computer. Go to Google and type in the search engine, 10%, 90% microbes. Those are bacteria. 10% is the human body. The other 90% of our being are the microbes, the microorganisms. Now, if we can control these little guys, we can control a good, healthy body. And when, and there's trillions, there's hundreds of trillions of them that make up this, this human being. And subsequently, there are colonies, there are species, there are different sizes and shapes, and but they're all microscopic. You can't see them. You can't smell them. You can't, well, you can smell them because uh, bacteria uh, that are rogue bacteria, out of control, it, it, it's, it has an odor to it. It's a bad breath. It's uh, smelly feet. It's uh, sour hair. You know what I'm talking about. Anything that you smell of the human body is bacteria run amok, out of control, having issues, and they're yours. And everybody has a different smell. Everybody has a different odor or... or, um, what do they call it? Uh, they have a, a musk, all right? And there are some people in other parts of the world, not in America, that, well, some of them are here, but don't wear deodorant because they know one another by their musk. Uh, not very pleasant for us. So we are taught to smell better than that. So we tried to tone it down. And sometimes even the toning down will throw the body completely into a tailspin because you overdo it. And there's natural ways of doing it without covering up the natural things that the body does. For instance, and I've shared this with you before and it's in my book, I don't use commercial deodorant and I don't smell. Okay. I saw that look on your face. I use the rock salt. It's a hard piece of salt. Looks like a stone. I wet it and I rub it under the arms, but it's not strong enough for uh, everyday activity for most people. This is what you add to it. This is what I add to it. I put about five drops of 
lemon juice in the palm of my hand, make a little paste and rub it behind the salt rock. And I'm telling you, it will last past 24 hours of keeping the bacteria down and under control. Easy stuff. That's all you have to do. You can do it to your feet too, boys. You put your feet in uh, a sock and then stick that sock in a tennis shoe. And at the end of the day, it's moist. Moms, your teenager boys with sweaty, smelly feet, have them do that. The rock salt, wet it, rub it the feet, rub it on the feet, and then put a little bit of lemon juice, let it dry, air dry, and bingo, no more smelly feet. We can do things like this very naturally. And uh, when we go to illnesses, it's all the same thing. We just need to know what to do and how to do it. If you're interested in giving me one of your, uh, what's, let's say, mm, remedies for keeping odors down or a remedy for healing, uh, give me a call at 310-928-7733 or drop me a line at innerlightradio at yahoo.com and, and we'll talk about it. I know a lot of people love coffee first thing in the morning. How about this? Okay, for a cup of coffee. But how about putting in your coffee a little bit of pink sea salt? You know what it does? It breaks down the acid that's in that coffee. It's too acidic. Do I have a caller on the line? Caller, are you there? No? All right. So, um, oh, I see what it is. I have a text that just came in and it says, you can discuss the relationship between deodorant and Alzheimer's. Thank you, James. James is right on target with that. Then he's talking about commercial deodorant. And I'm talking about commercial deodorant that you put on uh, uh, let's just call out one secret deodorant. You put it on and it masks over the, um, the glands and you have a high concentration of glands under the arms, around the, the, the arms itself, up and down the arms, extremities, your legs up and down the extremities, your belly and this is part of your immune system that you just clogged up. You just clogged it up. Put deodorant over it. And not only Alzheimer's, James, but breast cancer, ladies, you have a high concentration of glands and nodes that you just sealed over. They have to breathe. They have to move. They have to circulate the waste out. And you just sealed it in. And they have discovered that a lot of this, uh, all, all these glands that you have in your body, that is your immune system, is being stifled and, and hidden and, and clogged. And now the body cannot 
express itself like it should, if, if we can put it in that manner, express itself on things that it needs to do on a routine basis, routine. It's part of the beat, the pulse, the rhythm of the body, and you just stopped it. How can you think properly if you've got clogged cells in your body, in your brain? Do I have a caller on the line? I'm hearing somebody breathe. If you're there, it's okay. But just mute your phone and uh, and listen, continue to listen up. So Alzheimer's is huge these days. We didn't even hear about, had no clue. We knew about dementia years ago because uh, that's, uh, you know, as we get older, the brain cells start deteriorating. We drink less water. The brain is mostly water and you're not feeding it the oxygen, blood and protein that it needs in order to survive. So the brain cells deteriorate. That's called dementia. All right. But when we started hearing about Alzheimer's, when, when I heard the term Alzheimer's, I was well into years of of knowing healing of the body naturally. And that was very scary when it finally came home to roost. Family members are getting Alzheimer's, which means that now it's in your gene pool. Oh my heavens. Well, now what you have to do is know all the things that are causing it. I discussed last week how uh, the articles were out and about, and I'm reading them in reference to Alzheimer's and the amalgams in the teeth, the silver fillings in your mouth. Yeah, open your mouth, look in the mirror. If you got them in there, get them the heck out of there. Other countries, it's against the law to do the silver fillings. Here in America, we're still doing it. And Alzheimer's is off the charts here in America, as opposed to other countries. Stop it. Deodorant is the same way. Of course, they don't wear deodorant in certain countries. They don't have the same uh, diseases that we have that we're suffering from. We have more diseases in the United States than all the rest of the world collectively. Please. And all we have to do is pay attention. And we don't. What it? What was it I said? The things that we do, we how we live, the way we live, the way we think and act and eat and handle our stresses is really what is causing us to go down. And wait a minute. Think about this. Let me get on this bandwagon for a minute. If you go to the doctor and the doctor is treating you for whatever this disease is you went in for, ask the doctor this question. Can you cure yourself of this disease? Chances are they can't because they're not. They get cancer and they can't cure their own cancer, how the hell are they going to cure yours? Think about it. It makes no sense that you go 
and get um, what chemo, chemotherapy, chemo and radiation. Do you think the doctors are doing chemo and radiation? Uh Uh-uh. Not at all. Matter of fact, I read just yesterday, last night, it said, survey went out to all doctors, and of those that responded, 75% said I would not do chemo and or radiation. 75%? This is your doctor telling you, cancer patient, that I wouldn't do it for myself, but I'm going to do it to you. And you are scared enough to let them kill you. Just continue to experiment on you with chemo and radiation. Scary. And, and how scary is it? You will go down and your family members will watch you deteriorate melt away, shrink up, go through changes, lose your hair, and then die because they're experimenting on you? Uh Uh-uh. The doctors that are told that they have cancer, you know what they do? Let me tell you what they do. They close up shop. They go home. They live comfortably as well as they can for the rest of their life, enjoying their grandkids. Because, you know, as your body is being eaten away by this thing called cancer, most diseases have no symptoms. So as it's eaten away at you, you really don't have a lot of things that you can do, except maybe get chemo and radiation and speed up the process. That's crazy. At the same time you're speeding up the process, uh, it's getting worse. You notice how the doctors say, they say things like, uh, don't get too many x-rays. You know, that's radiation. It causes cancer. (gasps) Oh my, did I say that out loud? It causes cancer? So women are told you don't want to do a lot of radiation for your mammograms because it causes cancer. But when you get breast cancer, they give you radiation. Uh, I'm confused. What is it going to be, Doc? Is it going to be one or the other? How are you going to do this thing? Because the way I see it, You're contradicting yourself. But because your patient comes in and they're scared and you can tell them anything because you are the professional. You're the one that says exactly how it goes. And they believe you because you went to school for a hundred years to learn this stuff. But what was it you learned? What was it that they taught you? They taught you to scare your patient into doing what you want them to do because you want them on medication. And the medication just keeps them alive long enough that you can take them through a whole medicated history, maybe 15, 30 years, because that medication's killing them. You know that. You know it's only treating 
the symptoms. It's not curing the body. What cures the human body? Uh, how about let's talk about the bugs for just one second. That's all, just a second. If they have done research and found that your DNA and your 90% bug DNA are identical, that means your bugs can cure your body. Think about that for a second. Now, let me take you to how that looks to me from the inside out. Your bugs are controlling everything. And if you give them the right foods and the right environment, they can take you through life with least amount of fuss. So 70% of the bacterias in your body should be friendly bacteria. If you are not taking probiotics on a routine basis, and you have to take the right ones as well, then you're doing a terrible disjustice or injustice to your body. 30% of your bacteria should be unfriendly bacteria or bacteria that is living in that part of the body. And they love acid. Acid is the breeding ground for all diseases if it's overwrought in your system. So, uh, you should take at least your probiotics on a routine basis and get them in your system. Colonizing the 70% of the bacteria that your body needs to survive. Your friendly bacteria, this is the caveat, your friendly bacteria feeds off of good nutritional fiber, fruits and vegetables, nuts and beans. That's what keeps the colonies high and thriving. But if you're eating mostly garbage, uh, processed foods, mm, foods that is mostly acidic, you are feeding the unfriendly bacteria and they will grow. Now, the second part of that is your friendly bacteria, their excrement, because they're living critters, their pee, poop, and gases are medicine for the human body. They could care less that they create medication for us because we are the pods. We're the pod people, and we uh, govern those little bugs and feed them. Now, if they're... The 70% of the friendly bacteria, their excrement is medicine for the body. Then the unfriendly bacteria, the 30% that we keep under control, the 30%, their pee, poop, and uh, or their excrement is poison to the human body. It is carcinogenic. It will cause cancer. It will kill us. And if you're eating mostly that type of food, processed food, food the body doesn't recognize from nature, how about not drinking enough water? How about not 
feeding the things that you need to, then uh, your body is not doing what it's supposed to do, and it's on the down low. It's coming down. You're bringing it down. You are deteriorating. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Meta's spaceship has landed. Meta Nasa, are you there? I am. Good morning. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> she circled the Earth three and a half times and then dropped oh, down. Oh, my gosh. Listen, Welcome, what a, darling. Well, glad to be here on top of the ground like you're talking about, huh? Oh, yeah. And well, let, let, let me just bring you up to speed on a couple things. Uh-huh. Uh, first, I, I talked about on an introduction how... All diseases uh, that are caused in the body, it's, it's brought here by how we think and eat and live and, and how we handle our stresses. Uh-huh. And, and then I kind of broke it down a little bit on how the body, when it gets into that point of distress... And the, and the person runs into the doctor thinking, here's the pain, where's the pill? And the doctor gives him a pill, and uh, the pain just kind of subsides a little bit. And mm-hmm. they didn't heal anything for certain. There's nothing healed at that point. You just disguised what is going on. You just put a Band-Aid over a gunshot wound and went mm-hmm. about your business, still mm-hmm. eating the same thing, doing all the same stuff. Right? Right. 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 Exactly. But my main thing was this. If the doctors really could heal you, they could heal themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they had cancer, would they take radiation and chemo? And I said, no. As a matter of fact, I have an article that said that the, um, that the survey went out and the doctors that answered the survey, 70% said they would never do chemo and radiation if they had cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So what does that say to the general populace? Mm-hmm. Well, they, sh- they really should be thinking about what they should be doing for their body on, in a form of lifestyle. Exactly. Mapping out something and and then diligently working with it. Let me give you something that happened to me yesterday, which was very interesting and okay. very ap- apropos to what you're saying. I went for a survey with uh, Humana Insurance, and it was a a lifestyle wellness health altogether. And this the PA, which is a physician's assistant who was doing the intake as we were having this conversation, she kept coughing and excusing herself. Oh, please. And she says, I have allergies, and I've had them for quite a while. Well, I'm on a detox, and I had to blow my nose, and I excused myself. She says, here, you're blowing your nose. I'm coughing in your face. The point is, she's had it for eons. And we got into this conversation. 
she doesn't know how to get rid of it, just like you were saying about your dog. How, how can they help us if they can't help themselves? Well, what she didn't, what she could not comprehend is how can I look the way that I look and we were at the same age? And feeling the way that I am feeling and we're the same age. And she is a healthcare practitioner. Physician heal thyself, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So we need to start looking at as a people. It's just like this voting thing. We are the people. We are the ones that make this happen. This is ours. You refer to me as my spaceship hasn't landed. The spaceship, our bodies, is what we govern. And we need to take better care of it. And you, we will see some remarkable results. Yeah, and, and that is why. You cannot hand yourself over to your doctor and let them take care of you to that degree. Because mm -hmm. if they're, uh, I, I got the tail end of Dr. Rapp's show, and uh -huh. he had a caller talking about how the doctors give uh, medication to block nitric oxide. Oh, an important element. Right. One of the most important elements of the human body. And they block it mm -hmm. and keep it blocked forever and tell you you're going to be on this medication for the rest of your life. You know, one simple thing uh, that you can take, and, and you can't just take it arbitrarily. You have to know how to take it, is inositol. And you can go into the health food store and get this. This is, and, and this is also something that they use to counter drugs and to counter pain. It's pretty amazing. So, you know, an inositol, look it up. Spell it, Meta. I-N-S-O-T- Okay, so one of those things that we should start looking at, uh, aside from just a lifestyle change, and some people don't want to change their lifestyle method. They don't want to get well. They don't want to feel good. They want people to feel sorry for them. And Sister Anderson, we're going to put you on the prayer list. <laughs> and, you know, they want to hear that. They want people to uh -huh. feel sorry for them. And they go down. They go down with that. But the majority of us want to feel good. Mm -hmm. But we also want to have a lifestyle. So, okay, fine, but there are little things that we can do. I gave, I, I gave just a sampling of one thing for those coffee drinkers that they can do on a routine basis. Put a little sprinkling of pink sea salt in your coffee, mm -hmm. and it breaks the acid levels down. Mm -hmm. Use uh, natural things for deodorant that will unclog the the body 
uh, under the arms where a high concentration of glands and nodes are. Know your body well enough. So take your blood pressure every day. Take your sugar levels on a routine basis. And um, there's things you can do to get your cholesterol taken. Go to uh, Amazon, for God's sakes. You can find everything you need to be your own physician instead of uh, trotting yourself off to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And let them tell you all kind of crazy things like, oh, your blood pressure's up. We're going to put you on medication for the rest of your life. And all you need to do is make a bowel movement. All you mm-hmm. need to do is dump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your blood pressure comes down. Right. Amazing. As a colon therapist, Meta, and I know you know this, we can take their blood pressure before they get a colonic. Give them a colonic and then take their blood pressure again and the blood pressure's down 10 to 15 points or more. Mm-hmm. Hello. I mean, it, it's, it's things that are so simple and guys are out there going, not me, honey. No way. Homie, don't play that. I don't go that route. has nothing to do with a speculum going in your butt and sex. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It is a whole different world when you come to healing and curing and taking care of yourself. You can get weaker and weaker as you get older. Uh, and it's only because you weren't paying attention. You don't do the things you need to do. Mm-hmm. And give your body what it needs and it will do the rest. It knows. Mm-hmm. Here's a tale from the table. I had two people come over and um, I interviewed them. This is a part of my research. And the mother was uh, 48. The daughter is 20. She just had a baby. And India and I are seers. We can look at people and detect and determine things. So, all right, I'm looking at them. Very nice, very lovely people. And the mother did not know that she had liver problems. She's fair-complected with dark rings under her eyes, and she's used from cucumbers to uh, other uh, cosmetic remedies. Nothing worked. Why is that, India? Well, (laughs) the eyes are uh, the orifice or opening for the internal organs in the body. And when we look at the face, the nails, uh, different parts of the body, we're looking at uh, different areas that's going on on the inside. In other words, the eyes, the rings under the eyes are saying that the kidney is having issues. You have the bags, you have the dark rings, you have somebody that perhaps is not drinking enough water, perhaps drinking too much coffee or soda and not enough water, perhaps going through a bunch of changes and have inherited weaknesses like the kidneys are just naturally weak from the gene pool and then you're just constantly bringing it down. No cucumbers, not enough cucumbers on planet <laughs> Earth is going to take those rings away. Not. And no, not. 
none of those little remedies will do no. that as well. You can cover them up, put a little makeup on them, but um, trust me, uh, that's so, not going to happen. So as she's wrestling with the uh, exterior, she is totally unaware. And India, you and I have talked about this. What we take for granted, you and I, with what we know, people have no idea even how to focus in on it. Because once I started explaining just gingerly going along into this, what was happening inside of her body, I could see her eyes become alarmed. Like, what? How did you know that about me in terms of the stress levels? The, uh, I could touch her hand. I just wanted to touch her hand to see what was else was going on. And you could feel the fire coming from her. Mm-hmm. And what is that? That's the liver. That is the liver. And she's holding on to some anger and a whole and host of other things. Stress. Like you talked about earlier. Stress. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I want to just say this out loud really quick, Meta. Uh -huh. uh, for those that are listening or just tuning in, this is a live broadcast. Uh, and I... And, and to let you know that it's a live broadcast, today is March 16, 2016, right? All, all so, so for those that are just tuning in and you want to chime in to our conversation, talk about anything having to do with you or the human body, please feel free. Um, you can call us at 310-928-7733 or drop us a line at innerlightradio at yahoo.com. We have uh, about 10 minutes or so left to this broadcast. Please get your questions in if you'd like that, and we will uh, answer that. But we want to let you know, too, that just like the name of my book, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die, you are the captain of your ship. Please steer it in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that, even if you have ancillary things going wrong with your body, you can control them. You can keep them on the, the bottom end of it as opposed to letting it rise to the surface and taking over. Your body knows what to do. And if you know this, and if you can step outside your world for a moment and read the instructions that are on the outside of that box, you can control this system. Little things that you need to know, and they're so simple, and they're so generic and so regular until you just take them for granted. You don't drink enough water. You don't exercise. You don't eat the right food. At least 70% of the food should be good, whole, and, and conducive to a healthy system, not pizza, Pepsi, and booze. And if you can do uh, keep the stress in the proper perspective, Meta, I told the story on the onset, I don't know if you heard it, of a friend of mine, a dear, dear friend here, mm -hmm. whose uh, little six-year-old um, 
grandson was attacked by a pit bull some days back. And, and she's got to leave to go to Chicago to be with family. And she is stressed to the max. And I had to bring her back. I had to tell her just this morning. I said, this is what you need to remember. I said to her, you, my friend, are the matriarch of that family. You are where the Teflon sticks. And they're going to look to you for strength. They're going to look to you to be the strong one and keep them together, the glue. I said, remember, in the Bible, Sarah was the first matriarch. And Sarah was said to be six, twenty, and 110. That she had the, the agility of a young six-year-old where she was able to get out there and go and do. She had the gaiety and the play of all of it. But she also had the ability as a 20-year-old to know where she's going, have that thought of the forethought, and and know that the world is out there and, and be adventurous. But she also had the wisdom of 110 of all these put together. She had to be the glue to hold this family together and not stress out. Mm-hmm. And she appreciated that. Was she a Christian woman? Oh, absolutely. Well, then, you know, just like you're saying, the best resort is to go back to the ultimate physician, God himself. He made us and made us perfect, as your book refers to as well. And to know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Absolutely. But when when we are in the world of knowing that this is one of those things where she carries her Bible with her all the time. She knows this. Mm-hmm. She knows that. But her world, as she sees it, is pretty much falling apart. Mm-hmm. And and if she takes all of that and takes it there and falls apart with them, mm-hmm. knowing the strength of our father, knowing that, mm-hmm. then it's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. But she had to have some other glue to hold her. And and that was the best that I could give her to go and take with her. But she's got her Bible tucked under her arm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's good. Uh-huh. Well, she'll square off her shoulders when she gets there. You know, She that's, will. Yeah. So that's cool. Yes, indeed. Best but, medicine. But, okay. But, but when we're looking at... Um, I just heard something pop up. Do we have a caller on the line? Caller, are you there? No, I. there's probably a, a text that's coming in. And it says, um, we are winding this show down. Oh, my goodness. So, Meta, I'm glad you got in on the, the last end of it. But, Me too. Uh, I'm real 
curious. I want to just quickly give people some other things that they can do. We talked about the nitric oxide, and mm-hmm. that's like oxygen in the blood and, and keeping the veins open and, and dilating. And the doctors are giving you medication to block it. You can get nitric oxide in the form of natural um, herbs and supplements. But don't think that you can eat anything you want, take your high blood pressure meds, and take nitric oxide, and that's going to heal you? Oh, no. Don't do that. Do your homework. Know what you can and cannot do. And, and just, if you're listening to this show, if you're listening to the healing frequency, you know one thing about what we are teaching you out there, that you can't do it all. You have to know that your body is capable of taking care of you, but you have to take care of your body. You have to give it what it wants, give it what it needs, and don't overdo it. And when you do, you kind of have to come back and let your body reset, reboot, and reclaim itself. It cannot do it on its own. Meta, tell people where we can reach you, please, because we can't. <laughs> you can reach me at metanasa at hotmail.com. And ladies and gentlemen, my name is India Holloway. I am your host here on the Inner Light Radio, and I'm here every week at the same time from 10 to 11 every Wednesday. So if you are so inclined, please come back and join us again next week. You can reach me at India's Healthy Living at Yahoo.com. You can reach me also at 866-557-9557 if you'd like to talk to me anytime. And until next week at this very same time, I want to say with love and great gratitude, ciao for now. Bye.